welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. It's Veronica Peretti here. I am recording this today on the day of the new moon, our second new moon in Cancer. I'm calling this uh, new moon in Cancer the sequel because it's the second new moon in Cancer within one month, within 29 days. That's very rare. Normally, we have one new moon in each sign each year. So to get two new moons in the same sign is really rare and really exciting. And I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it again because it bears repeating that there's something going on in the cancer part of your chart that the planets want you to pay attention to. So really, really pay attention to the messages and the things that are coming up right now. You might not even understand them completely just yet, but jot them down in your journal if you think they might be important, because as the weeks go on in this moon cycle, we're going to get more and more clarity. One thing that's important to note is that this particular new moon, the new moon is in Cancer opposite Saturn and Capricorn. And so there's a heaviness to this new moon. It's not feeling super light. It's not feeling like, yay, eclipse season is done. So this new moon does kick out eclipse season. So eclipse season is officially over and you can go back to your regular programming. But because Saturn is opposite the new moon, there's a feeling of, oh gosh, there's like a wet blanket over this. And I think that that just indicates the seriousness of the times we're in. I still think that you should do some intention setting around this new moon because it's the first new moon that we have an opportunity to do some intention setting around for about two months. But also, I think that we're setting the foundation for the people that we want to be in the years to come. Saturn opposing this new moon just says to me that there's some seriousness, there's some weight, there's um, a sense of endurance, there's an enduring uh, quality to whatever you're working on right now. And so you want to choose really wisely what you're spending your time on. The other thing about this new moon is you really want to reflect on what was up for you in January. So the last time when we had a January, on January 10th, we had a lunar eclipse in the sign of cancer and Saturn was with, uh, Pluto. We had that Saturn Pluto conjunction back in January on the 12th. And now the sun has gone around the Zodiac and now the sun is with cancer shining its light to the other side of the Zodiac, where Saturn is now back in Capricorn. Since then, Saturn went into Aquarius, came back into Capricorn. He's finishing up his loose ends in Capricorn, tying them up. So what I'm saying is, this is an opportunity for you to shine some light on 
whatever the work is that you're doing, maybe it's the same work that you were doing in January. Maybe that work has changed entirely. The whole world has changed entirely since January, but something that's happened is that we've really gotten clear on what's important. And so now you can set a foundation built on the stuff that matters to you. So what's really interesting is that when Saturn and Pluto were together back in January, I kept saying, you guys, this is Pluto coming in and breaking down the patriarchy. He's breaking the foundation, the government, the corporate structures that have supported us. And we're going to burn it all down so that we can recreate it so that we can build it up fresh and new, and it will support all of us. Right? So who knew that breaking down the structure would come in the form of a pandemic and the pandemic would make space for people to pay attention to a civil rights uprising, but that's what's happened. And so now we are watching, it seems like we're watching the world burn, but truly we're watching the world prepare to be rebuilt that's what I feel. So with that said, set your intentions, knowing the seriousness and the weight of them to this week. And you can set your intention after the new moon. In fact, I'm a big believer in setting your intention after the new moon has occurred because you want to be in that waxing energy of the moon where the moon is growing brighter each night up until the full moon. So feel free to set your intention But set your intention knowing that you're setting your intention about something important, about how you want to move forward. And, you know, for the luminary, the luminaries on Patreon, the wonderful women, well, all women, men are invited. You can totally be a luminary if you're a man. They just, we just don't happen to have any. But for the Luminary League, I just did a new moon bonus podcast and guided meditation for them. And The journal prompts for this one were, what do you want your legacy to be? It was all around that. And that's heavy stuff, but it also is the stuff that's worthy of the moment we're in. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Who do you want to be remembered as? And so that's the kind of stuff that you have to think about. And I'm not saying your intention has to be around building a legacy at this moment, but what's the first step on that journey to being that person that you want to be remembered as? in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, maybe 10 years. So that's the stuff that I'm thinking on this new moon. And I thought I would share it with you. It's interesting. This new moon feels really heavy and there's some really heavy stuff going on right now in the U S and I know we have some listeners from outside of the country, but so I just wanted to preface that by saying we have heavy stuff happening in the US. I know that there are lots of heavy things going on all over the world because the pandemic is a global thing. And I'm sure in other parts of the world, there are lots of aspects of society that are also being burned down so that they can be rebuilt. But one of the things that I was thinking about was the image from Portland, Oregon. You saw there was two images that came out of Portland, Oregon and the protests that are happening there. And if you're not familiar, there are 
basically the federal government is sending in federal agents and they are abducting protesters with no reason, not telling them why, taking them in unmarked vans and... I think just taking them to the courthouse and maybe releasing them. They're not even necessarily arresting them. It's a lot of scare tactics and a lot of really crazy stuff that, based on what I read in the New York Times, sounds... I mean, the man who wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, which you should definitely check out, I'll include it in the show notes, because I think it's that important, what's going on there. And... The man who uh, wrote the was interviewed in the op-ed, rather, he said that he's been in war zones, and other than gunshots, it's this feels like a war zone to him. And I've talked to my friends in Portland, and they said everything's as long as you're not in that area, it's great. Like their life is not changed, but it's very upsetting, and it's very upsetting that that could be happening here in this country. So if you value freedom, if that's one of your values, if you feel inclined, I recommend calling your representatives and saying that you want something done, you want this investigated, and the federal agents need to be pulled out of Portland. The governor and the senators and everybody is really upset about it, and nobody wants the federal agents there. There's a lot of moving parts around it, which I won't get into because this is an astrology podcast, not a political podcast. But I just wanted to share what I thought was really interesting is that this is going on and what happened, what made the federal agents and the police stop in their tracks, a naked woman walked onto the street. So you may have seen this image. It's pretty powerful. And if you haven't seen it, just look up naked woman, Portland protest. I'm sure you'll find it. But in addition to that, there was something I thought was equally powerful, which was a group of moms that got together to create a wall in front of the protesters to protect them. And some of the women were even pregnant and they were linked arms and they were all wearing white or most of them were wearing white. And they created this human wall in front of the protesters. And it's on Instagram. You can find it with the hashtag wall of moms. And I thought it was so inspiring. And that is the energy of cancer, the divine feminine coming to protect the people, to protect us all. And that's the energy of vulnerability and the strength that comes from vulnerability, being willing to put your body on the line to protect another human being. And that's what mothers do often, right? So they're always putting themselves between their children and danger. And that wall of moms I thought was just so inspiring and so appropriate for this new moon, the second new moon in cancer opposite Saturn, because Saturn is restriction and boundaries and Saturn and Capricorn is structure that often can feel restraining. And right now we have this oppressive structure that we are trying to take down, that we are trying to reform, whether that's police reform or demilitarizing the police. I don't know if I 
that was for some reason a very hard word for me to say. Um, but there's a lot of things going on politically that align with this Cancer Capricorn thing. And you may have recalled from previous podcasts that I said that this is the end of the nodes and the eclipses being in the Cancer Capricorn axis. We're ending a two-year cycle that started in July 2018. So now we're starting a new two-year cycle with eclipses are going to be on the Sagittarius Gemini plane. So it's interesting. This particular cycle is really going out with a bang. And those women really inspired me with their grace and their vulnerability and their strength. And if nothing else, the one thing I want you to remember about cancer and this new moon in cancer is that there is strength and vulnerability. You can be strong and gentle. And that was something that I also think was so well exhibited by John Lewis, who recently passed away. He was gentle and strong, very much the high vibration of cancer. So Saturn opposing this new moon is helping us build the new foundation. All the stuff that was going on in January, it might've felt really important. And then all of a sudden global pandemic hits and it's not that important. So we've had a masterclass in learning what's important to us, learning what our beliefs are, learning what our values are. So now how are you going to put that into action? How are you going to start taking action so that you can be the person that leaves the legacy that you want to leave? Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you listen every week and you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti. You can join as a star supporter for as little as $5 a month or as a luminary for $25 a month. As a luminary, you'll get access to the Luminary League, which means that you'll get a new moon bonus podcast from me every month and access to the full moon workshop I do with all the luminaries each month. We get together, we talk astrology, we do a guided meditation together, we reflect on the moon cycle, and most importantly, I always leave about a half hour at the end for mini readings for everyone who is live. Now, I can't get to everyone, but I always put new people first. So if you're new to the Luminary League, you'll be certain that I'll get to your chart this coming month. I hope to see you there. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti. Okay. One other thing about the new moon before I go on is that um, Mars is conjunct Chiron in the sixth. That is physical health and routines. Scorpio is also rising in the chart for the new moon at zero degrees. So this is a very transformative journey that we are embarking on. I feel like this is the beginning of a big journey, something that's going to be lasting for many years. There's a lot of cycles. You know, I always mention this. Astrology is the study of cycles and patterns. They overlap. They thread together. It's much more like the weave of a cloth than it is a light cake where one starts, the other does not stop. They overlap, they go into one another, they're interwoven. So there's something really holistic um, when we're looking at all of these cycles. We really can't just take one. We can take one and dissect it and talk about it and talk about the symbolism, but there's always other things going on that are going to 
impact your experience of that transit. So for example, right now, the backdrop of all of this is that Mercury is square Mars. So we have this fighting energy, this warlike energy going on in Portland, Oregon. Of course, Mercury is square Mars. It's very hard to hear the other person's side. It's very hard to deal with your anger and your frustration when you have Mercury square Mars. That's the backdrop of everything that's going on. Mercury and square Mars, that's kind of hanging out with us for a few weeks. That's going to actually perfect on next Monday. So that's something that's in the backdrop, creating a sense of frustration, creating a sense of anger, creating a sense of hot tempers. So we just want to keep that in mind. So while you might be like, oh, I want to be in the in the waters of cancer and enjoying that intuitive swim, there's some really heated astrology on the backdrop. So nothing is ever exclusive of one another, right? They're always working together to create your experience. With that, Mars conjunct Chiron also made me think of those women because Mars conjunct Chiron, Mars is so physical. They're in the sixth house of physical health in this new moon chart. And those women are willing to put their bodies on the line to protect other people. And Aries is the sign of, it's the, it's the first sign of the Zodiac. It's the children. So there's a sense of like really standing up for what's right and standing up for protecting others. And on another level, there's this opportunity to heal a lot of our inner child stuff. We have an opportunity to heal a lot of those inner child wounds that may have been plaguing us for a lot of our lives. So this new moon offers a lot. There's so many layers to it. If you're not a supporter on Patreon and you enjoy the podcast each week, head over to patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti and sign up to be a luminary. And then you'll get that new moon bonus podcast, as well as the guided meditation and journaling session. And you'll get more of that there. So I've talked a ton about the new moon. I want to talk about a couple of other things. Mainly the sun is going into Leo this week. Yay. So we have had a really long cancer season because Mercury was in cancer before the sun got to cancer. Mercury is still in cancer. Mercury is going to be in cancer until August 5th. If you feel like you cannot bear to buy one more pack of tissues, it's understandable. The world is seemingly in disarray. The astrology has been very emotional and here we are. Leo season is about to begin. And that means we get to dry out a bit. So Leo is fire. Leo is fun. Leo is the lion. He's courageous. When we have Leo energy, when the sun is in Leo, the sun wants to be in Leo. It's the home sign of the sun. So the sun is coming home to Leo where he loves to burn bright and be and shine bright. And Leo rules the heart. So there's a great amount of courage in loving, and there's a great amount of generosity in Leo season. We have the opportunity to be creative and courageous and live from the heart and dream 
and have fun and play and indulge in the drama of life and experience romance and indulge in our childhood, our childlike desires, because Leo rules children. Play for the sake of play is really important during Leo season. So Wednesday, the sun's going to move into Leo later in the day at 4.30, early in the day, rather, at 4.37 a.m. And then we're also going to have Mercury sextile Uranus. So Wednesday might feel like a really electric day. You might have a lot of energy on Wednesday. You might have that that extra pep in your step because the sun is in Leo. And then on top of it, Mercury and Uranus, which rule the mind and the central nervous system, they're talking to one another. So you might just feel like a little bit brighter, a little bit lighter, a little bit more interested in fun, definitely interested in being creative and intellectual pursuits. That's going to be great. If you have a project that particularly is like stimulating for you, a creative project that you've been wanting to get to, Wednesday is a great day to do it. But you might be feeling a little bit fired up come Wednesday. You know, with that fire, you might also be feeling that Mercury Mars square a little bit. You might feel a little bit, your sharp tongue might come out on Wednesday. The other thing to take note is that from Tuesday evening until Wednesday evening, Eastern Standard Time, we do have a void moon. So it's a very long void, which basically means you don't want to necessarily sign any contracts or make any big decisions. Really great though, if you want to do some creative work on your own or just do like the regular work that you do, but no big launches or anything on Wednesday during the work day. Eastern Standard Time. Later in the week, the week is actually pretty chill. Other than this major new moon and the sun moving into Leo, we actually have a kind of chill week. Things really heat up next week. So just to give you the moons really quick, because Mercury is still in Cancer and Cancer is ruled by the moon, which means that our mind is answering to the moon. So We have the moon in Leo early in the week. Well, the new moon in Cancer. And then after the new moon in Cancer, the moon goes right into Leo pretty quickly. So moon in Leo early in the week. Um, Moon goes into Virgo on Wednesday. There's a long void from Tuesday evening to Wednesday evening. And then... On Friday, the moon goes into Libra. So the Virgo moon likes to work and pay attention to the details. Libra moon is really much more interested in relating. It loves design. You might want to clean out the closet over the weekend. And then on Monday, the moon moves into Scorpio. In addition to the Scorpio moon, we have a lot of big things happening on Monday. So normally I record on Monday, so I just want to let you know what's coming up next Monday so that you have your eyes peeled for it. We're going to have that Mercury square Mars perfect on Monday. That means that decisions might come quickly and tempers might flare quickly. So be aware of that Mercury square Mars. We've been feeling it for a couple of weeks already. We're going to feel it for another couple of weeks. So the frustration, the hot tempers, they're probably going to be familiar to you, but we're going to feel it most acutely on Monday. And 
we have Venus square Neptune on Monday. It's also the first quarter of the moon. So this new moon will reach its first quarter on Monday and Venus will square Neptune. And Venus square Neptune, it can make us a little bit naive. They're in a series, they're, they're squaring three times this year, but I think it's really helping us get clear on what our dream is, get clear on what do we want to create and who do we want to spend our time with? You know, Venus had that long retrograde. Well, not long. It was a normal length retrograde. It felt long for me personally. We had that Venus retrograde in Gemini. Venus is still in Gemini. She really helped us clarify what's important. Just like I was saying in January, the things that were important, they might not feel important now. So part of what that process was Venus retrograde in Gemini, really helping us solidify what our values and beliefs are. And now with Venus squaring Neptune on Monday, we have an opportunity to take our values, our beliefs and ideals and put them into action. Because the first quarter moon is always when you want to take action and take those intentions out into the world. So really get clear this week on what kind of legacy you want to leave 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And what's the first action, the first step that you can take starting today to be the person that leaves that legacy? And if you're not sure what legacy means, you can think about it as how do I want to leave people feeling? What impact do I want to have had on the world when it's all said and done? So that's all I got for you today. It's kind of a light week. Next week will be big. Monday is just the, like not even the half of it. There's a lot happening next week. We've got Sun Square Uranus so many things going on. So really uh, a lot happening next week. So make sure you tune in then. Until then, if you want to do a new moon ritual with me, you can come on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti and sign up to be a luminary for $25 a month. And if you're just like, I don't necessarily want to do that, but I love the podcast and I want to support you. Then you can offer $5 or more a month and be considered a star supporter. So head on over to patreon.com, check that out. And uh, I'll talk to you next week right here. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.